Is there a gigantic ape wandering Appalachia's mountains, valleys, hollers, and hills? Is his name the Woodbooger? Does he eat children? Does he have friends? All that and more on today's episode of What's Your Theory? question there huh the big man himself the big man all right well welcome jared welcome will this is episode what's your theories episode two episode two i'm excited for this one really mainly because uh well it's it's our own backyard this go around i feel like well yeah and that and the the nature of the last episode had me like afraid to sleep so i think funny story actually (laughs) We were, we just finished up, if you didn't listen to the last episode, we talked a little bit about ghosts and demons and uh, our own experiences as well as, you know, just normal thoughts on the matter, I guess. And uh, like I said, we're we're in like a studio. We're not at my house. We're not at Will's house. I'll reiterate again. Thank you again to UVA Wise and the yeah. Nest for letting us thank record you. here. But uh, I swear after the last episode, like five years got taken off of my life. Yeah. We we just got done recording and uh I'm you know, we we're in kind of a an unfamiliar place and the doorbell rings. Not once, not twice, but like three times. Ding 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 ding. You know what I mean? And go to the front door, open the door, no one's there. And I, I really did think I was gonna I was gonna have to bolt to my yeah. house and like Take a bath in holy water or something. <laughs> it was uh was not a ghost or a demon. It's my girlfriend. It was your sister stopping it was my by. Sister. But let me tell you, I was frightened. So I I do this thing, especially when I'm scared. I just become very silent, and, and until I figure out what's actually happening, I don't say a word because I don't want to admit like that I'm thinking that something bad is happening. So I heard the doorbell ring and. I just immediately, I was like, oh my God. And then like you opened the door and I was like, oh, okay, let me go check the back door. And like, I, I think didn't I, even know there was a doorbell back there. That's why I was scared. I thought yeah. the only doorbell was on the front door and I don't know. I was ready to call it quits on life, I guess. Yeah. I mean, podcast over. We're done. One episode. That's enough. Two Southwest Virginia boys record a <laughs> demon podcast, get killed by <laughs> demons moments later. And that's it. But today it's a little bit lighter. Um, if a Bigfoot walks up on the porch or something today, <laughs> we know I'm going to go buy a lottery ticket or something, yeah, I guess. We got we to gotta start talking about um, how, you know, we, we've never won the lottery before. <laughs> yeah, and really. Then, uh, I think good things will happen. Money will fall from the sky. I wish. But yeah, talking about the big man, not just the big man today, Try to talk Quite about a few, a few cryptids, yeah. I think um, the way that we're going to structure it is this one we're going to talk about a little bit of our experiences. Um, there's not many, so we're going to kind of... Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. We're going to kind of lump it together, and we're just going to go through kind of a list of sightings of Bigfoot, because that's a big one, and literally, but um, also just other cryptids and unexplained creatures in the area, and we're just going to talk a little bit, a bit about the idea of cryptids in general. Yeah, yeah. And I think Bigfoot's a real easy one. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like 
he obviously he's the most well known. He yeah. or she, we don't know. We, we never, never found him yet, but they are <laughs> the most well known. I feel of the mysterious cryptid animals. Do you remember this show? I feel like it used to come on Cartoon Network about. And I hope I don't butcher this, but I want to say it was about like this family mm-hmm. that hunted cryptids or something like that. They weren't like superheroes, but it was almost set up like they were like a special organization of cryptid hunters. Or it might have been called cryptid hunters. I don't know. Was but it? I think it was on Cartoon Network. Was I, it a cartoon? Yeah, I think so. And they had like a. Uh, it was almost like a Bigfoot, but he was a cryptid, but he was like their, he was like the Scooby-Doo to their gang. He was like the furry friend. The only like thing Chewbacca that I'm even like drawn close to is like Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, but I don't think that Foster's. that even had anything to do with it like at all. Yeah, Fo- Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, I will die on this hill. I think it has the <laughs> the best introduction music of any cartoon I'm trying to think it does have great music it's got like kazoos and like someone's playing a ukulele <laughs> but they're strumming at like 500 miles an hour okay and it's it's makes you want to get down, get down. I, I love that show but th- every time i say the word cryptid i always picture this like flash of this cartoon that i used to watch mm-hmm. but for whatever reason i can't make out anything other than i think it was a family they had like a chewbacca friend yeah. and they they didn't hunt them to kill them i think they hunted them to spare them from being i don't know it was it's something weird i don't know i'm trying to th- i can't it could honestly just be a fever dream i don't know <laughs> childhood fever dream while you're getting haunted yeah. just trying to escape pretty much but yeah big bigfoot's probably the one that i know most of okay before we get into bigfoot i've got to make one small correction uh to last week's episode or well i guess technically still okay. in this week but okay. um in the story, I said that Lauren was there, um, Jacob's wife. Lauren was not there. I realized that about halfway through. Well, but, now I don't believe a word you said. Well, no, no. Um, we had a whole uh, Discord conversation about this, and I was like, I'm so sorry. I implicated you in a in a ghost story, but you weren't even there. But other than that, every detail was correct. Um, it's just that she was not there. They're usually a package deal, but I think she had to work that night or something. So um, this was long before they had children, so... Now, if Lauren starts to get some like strange things happening around her, we might have just well, Lauren sealed her fate. Has many ghost stories. I talked to her. She's, I mean, she's very pregnant right now. So it's a ghost story in and of itself. I'm just kidding. <laughs> congratulations, Lauren. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, Lauren. But um, she wants to come on. She said that she would be open to it. But uh, I love hearing ghost stories. Be a little while. She's yeah. got plenty, apparently. I'm, I'm I'm sure a lot of people would be itching to come on and and then tell a story or two about yeah anything that's happened. But yeah, to we'll them. we'll get into that and um especially as we find our groove as to what exactly right, right. Uh, this is going to be. But um yeah, so Bigfoot. We going to start with the big man? Might as well. I feel feel like he's the um most popular and one of my favorite things about Bigfoot is that. He goes by many names. Oh, yeah. And I, I have a list here. I found a list of all colloquial Bigfoot names. Okay. And there was a bunch that I couldn't pronounce, and there was a bunch that didn't sound funny, but I picked solely the ones that I knew of, could mm-hmm. pronounce, and were funny. Okay. 
The first being the abominable snowman, the yeah. Yeti. You know what I mean? Solid one. Bigfoot lives in the cold. We got to give him a a cold name. You know yeah, what I mean? Apparently, it's white. Her, his fur is white uh, in this version, though. Adaptation. It's true. Maybe. Maybe I that's why know. people haven't seen him. He's also. He I feel like somewhere. there's. Where would you see an abominable like Nepal? Yeah, somewhere like over the Himalayas. I feel like it'd be pretty easy to stay out of eyesight over there. I don't know. Have there, you ever seen any like videos of abominable snowmen caught on? I don't camera? think so. There is one very interesting story that Bigfoot, or well, actually the abominable snowman or the Yeti is implicated in. I think it's in the Himalayas somewhere. I'm sure. I, I can't remember. You fight like Yeti beasts in Uncharted 2, and I think that takes place in the... Himalayas. Maybe, but this story is like, it, it's actually a real mystery. We'll have to look into it maybe once we like kind of expand our scope, right. but like this whole, um, I don't know, team or just group of people were going camping, hiking, or there was some kind of scientific study. I can't mm -hmm. remember the exacts around it, but they all just disappeared. Like most of them died. Like blood and Jeez. stuff was just, that's all that was found. No, no actual bodies, blood I think. Blood on the snow. Yeah, and um, Bigfoot is implicated. I don't know, uh, I don't know if maybe it's just a scapegoat for some government, but uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it'd be easy to place all the blame on Bigfoot, I guess. Yeah, and something like that. But yeah, that's our that's our cold, our cold friend up in the north and over in the Himalayas. I guess very angry. Another one I found that was real funny. Uh, in most places of Kentucky, they call him the Cave Yeller. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I mean. If I was in a cave in Kentucky and I heard some yelling, I might not think it was a Bigfoot at first. I might just think it I was, shouldn't be where I am, you <laughs> yeah. know, but I would be pretty scared. Oh, yeah. If you hear anywhere. Any yelling in a cave is not a good sign, yeah, I guess. Any yelling anywhere near a cave, anywhere in Appalachia that you should not probably, that you don't know exactly where you're at, if you hear yelling. I, it's time to either figure out an escape plan or... Or it could be another cryptid that we might talk about soon. Yeah. I don't know. But I have another... I have a story about a cave I'll tell later. Uh, didn't see a Bigfoot in the story, but I'm surprised uh -huh. we didn't. Uh, a lot of implications that, for whatever reason, Bigfoot's evil. I guess if he's killing people in the Himalayas, <laughs> yeah. the abominable snowman's pretty evil. But uh, names like Devil Monkey and the Forest Devil... I, I think are kind of, we've never met the, you yeah, know what I mean? Like know. he might not be evil. He's for the most part, Bigfoot is just trying to stay away from the paparazzi yeah. at this point. I mean, maybe that's why he's like, you know, that's why we haven't caught him. We keep calling him things like the devil monkey. And yeah. I wouldn't accuse him of killing the hunting party. Exactly. In the Himalayas. One, one of my other favorites up in Ohio, there's in my research, I noticed there's a lot of Bigfoot sightings in Ohio. Okay. I don't know what specific about that region is comparable to Bigfoot, but the Ohio Grassman, as they call him, sounds like someone you'd walk onto the corner of the street and buy some weed from or something. Okay. I don't know. The Ohio Grassman grass doesn't seem... Bigfoot's, I think, better than that. And then in certain places in Texas, you might know him as Old Hairy Bill or Old Skunky Bill. So... I got to imagine that, you know, that has to like stem from like the old West. There was some really big guy named Bill who was just stinky and hairy and just killed a bunch of people. And 
They just called him Old Stinky Bill. Oh, old Skunky Bill. Old <laughs> they carried Bill. over. I guess so. And that's another thing too. A lot of, a lot of devil comparisons and a lot of like stinky and smelly. Like a lot of the names I saw was like the insert adjective meaning <laughs> smells like crap, and then some sort of noun after okay. the skunk ape is what yeah. I saw. Like the skunk ape. I think that's Louisiana, right? So, yeah, something. Skunk ape was the next one I had actually. Yeah, like the. The stinky, smelly skunk ape. I, I also wouldn't want to yeah. make my first contact with humans either if I found out they were calling me <laughs> Stinky Harry Bill or whatever. And then lastly, the one I had on my list, just because it's so comparable to the area, the wood booger. See, that name is so interesting because apparently it is like what it's called around here, but I literally did not know until I went to the wood booger grill the first time. Let me tell you, the Woodbooker Grill is well. Let's let's back up a little bit. There, the Woodbooker. I didn't know it was called the Woodbooker around this area until the guys from Finding Bigfoot okay. came over to like this area. Really, might not have been in the Wise area. I think more close to like Harlan, Kentucky, but maybe this area too, because uh, up by Flag Rock, which is. A little hiking. I say it's a hiking spot. You can drive up to Flag Rock, but yeah. there's hiking up there. Uh, a few years back, they <laughs> unveiled a statue in front okay. of Flag Rock of Bigfoot or the Wood Booger, and he's just kind of like you know doing his little doing a Sasquatch yeah. walk. And then they opened the Wood Booger Grill. Great local restaurant. Uh, yeah. Good drinks, good food, and it, it's just plastered with. Bigfoot pictures. There's like, uh, James Acaster, a real funny comedian, calls them pictures you put your face in. Yeah. You know, like those cutouts where you just put your face in the hole. There's, yeah. they've got those there of the wood booger, and you can buy shirts. And I think the Walmart up here used to have T-shirts that was like, "Where in the world is Wise Virginia?" And it had just like the <laughs> silhouette of the wood booger. It's so like the name is just so this area that like. I don't know how I didn't hear it before, but it's like I, I can I can hear my papa calling me like a wood booger as yeah. like an insult or something like you little wood booger or something like that. Like <laughs> I don't I don't think it's a menacing name. I if I was Bigfoot, I would not want to be called wood booger. I, well, it might be like one of those things. Just as time has you know changed, maybe in the 1930s, that wood booger's gonna get you like that. That'd be terrifying back yeah. then. But now it's like, are you? <laughs> You have no internet or anything. You just have 15 of your closest classmates and friends telling you the tale of the wood booger. And then like the creepy old people in town are being like, yeah, that wood booger gets you out in the woods. Yeah. I'm not going out to the woods in 1930. Exactly. Absolutely not. But I, it, it astounds me how, how much of like a, cause this isn't a touristy area. Right. You know, people come here because it is pretty. Like yeah. we have beautiful mountains and, I mean, maybe that's that's part of the reason why they're trying to. What's the word like? They're really we're really trying to market big wood booger and Bigfoot, but I I I've grown up I've grown up in the area, so I I grew up in Lee County, yeah. which is maybe depending on how fast you drive, half an hour to forty minutes from Wise. Yeah, and I don't think I ever had any Bigfoot encounters or like stories from lee county and i've lived in wise now since 2015 2016 
and I've never really yeah had anything happen out here either. And I used to go hiking a whole lot like senior year of high school and the summer after that, but even then. I don't I can't really um recall anything like exact I don't even think I've ever heard like family stories about anything um relating to Bigfoot. And it's so weird. Um like is Bigfoot even marketable? Like <laughs> At this I, point I, in time? I, I think so, because I, I personally didn't buy the shirts at Walmart, but I know for a fact that there's probably people who and and maybe that's that maybe that's bad on me. Maybe I just don't have enough pride for where I'm from, <laughs> I guess. But like I'm I'm sure those shirts at least sold. I yeah. I don't I don't think we're bringing in a lot of people into the area exactly. just on the off chance of seeing Bigfoot. Because like I don't know. What do you want to see Bigfoot? Like, I think that's another thing. Is like, um, sure, there are people who like hunt for Bigfoot or whatever. But let's like, let's think. He's like a eight foot, Ter- terrifying beast. Yeah, maybe. Who, yeah. Like, what do you want to see Bigfoot on like a on a beautiful hiking trail? Like, think about it. So you come to this area because really the only thing is the woods and hiking, and we're pretty much just injecting that. Yeah, there's a chance you could see a eight foot tall murderous ape. And uh, well, maybe that's why they call him the wood booger, and that's why it's not as menacing. Because I feel like you can get families to come in and pay fifteen dollars to go on a tour through the woods, and you might see a wood booger out here. <laughs> but like, no one's going to pay for. Oh, pay ten dollars. We're taking a tour to see if we can find the forest devil or the devil <laughs> skunk ape. Like, I don't think anyone's making money off of that. Did we did have we mentioned Sasquatch? Did you say Sasquatch in your list? I did not say Sasquatch. And that's so weird because that's probably my favorite name yeah. just because sounds Sasquatch sounds so cool. Yeah. <laughs> what what is uh Gigantopithecus? Yeah. Is that what they think that Bigfoot is derived from, or do they think that he is still a Gigantopithecus? I don't know. Maybe. I think that's like the um if like if we were to believe like science knows you know everything it has to be right because unless it's just an entire like different species of like human or something like that then i don't see another another world i mean yeah i guess you're right and that's another thing too like if bigfoot is real do you think the government already knows or do you think they're also that's the tough thing and i think we've had like a a a similar discussion when talking about uh, another kind of conspiracy theory, like the, um, what is it? The missing four one one stuff. Yeah. Where like, um, there are still like parts that you don't really even think about that, like are just untouched. Like I'm, I'm fairly certain there are parts of the Appalachian mountains at least. And this is just the Appalachian mountains that the government has not stepped foot on. Yeah. My buddy at work, Nick was telling me about, someplace close by where they were going to put in maybe not a railroad, but like the, the state needed some sort of land up in these mountains and they sent someone up there to look and there was like a community of just feral people living up there. Yeah. Had not been out of that holler, hadn't seen any sort of like outside contact, I guess. I guess they were just like a really... I I don't want to say poor because if they'd been up there for years, I'm sure yeah. they wouldn't even know what poor and rich is. I'm sure they were absolutely fine how they were, but like 
he was telling me that, yeah, they, they sent that guy up there and he came back and was like, yeah, we, there's people up there and they, the like state forced them to go to public school and they all died because they hadn't had their immune system build up. So they all just like got super, super sick and, and they killed off most of that family up there. And I hate to bring the mood down, but like that just goes to show in like the Appalachian area there, you can still have, and I don't even like to use feral people. Yeah, I think we'll, uh, that just what would be a better word for that? Because feral people, uh, I, I feel like people are just going to think of like wrong turn and like, yeah, the hills have eyes and stuff like that. I don't, they weren't deformed cannibal you know tropes i I do think and we'll need to talk about like feral people in that sense oh i think so too but um as for that i mean you just i would say like just people removed from society yeah yeah i mean that's all they were and yeah they they all died that's that's horrible but that just goes to show what you're expounds on what you were saying of how when we think about places that haven't been discovered, it's always space and like the ocean and stuff like that. Maybe the Amazon, but yeah. the forests and the woods around here, there's no way yeah. all of it's been, you know, seen. There's no way. No way at all. And I think like um one thing that kind of shows that, so like the movie it's called Big Stone Gap, right? That like that's just the movie title? Big Stone Gap, yeah. Okay. So it it's a it's a movie. I, I don't know, like, I don't even know how successful it was or... It is barely a movie. Barely a movie, okay. <laughs> um, so that's, like, the most media coverage, I think. Whoopi Goldberg was in that yeah. movie. She was in Big Stone. That's insane. They came to my high school asking for extras in that movie, and it was the one day I, I wasn't there. Dang. And I was so freaking pissed, man. Because I've always wanted to do stuff in movies. I'm like, this would be great. I'll have an... I'll have a extra credit on my imdb that i'm gonna make for myself after this but i didn't get to but um to think like they had so much trouble just getting because Whoopi doesn't like to fly yeah so like they had to like i can't remember where they drove her from but like it was like a three-hour bus ride and like they had trouble and if you think like the movie industry or just like if you if you have the money to hire Whoopi goldberg i mean like that the budget's not an issue. I, I was going to say, just get a helicopter, but that's also flying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, something like that, where you're willing to spend extra to drive her up here and you still have trouble, the government, I mean, like, they're not exploring everything. No, it's, especially like in the winter time too. Yeah. We, we had a few bad snows here recently and you get up, go up places like High Knob and there's just no... If you live up there and it snows any, you're going to be stuck up there for at least a few days. Yeah. And even up, I don't know if you've been up on High Knob a lot, but. I think I've been once. Jefferson National Forest up there. I'm sure a bunch of it's untouched. And it's, going back a little bit for last week, driving up in that way, it feels kind of unnerving. I think, oh, um, I'll have to look it up there. I think there is some kind of something that happened in Jefferson National Forest. It's probably a skunk ape attack. Yeah, so, probably something like that. I don't know. I don't know. But um, so at, like, have you had any experience at all? Like, I mean, say cryptid. We'll just say cryptid or anything. Just if I have, if I have, it's it's 
things that I've like noticed in hindsight or like after the fact, because I'm sure I've heard like weird knocking in the woods. The story I was going to tell earlier when I was talking about the cave yeller, uh, one of my good buddies from high school, uh, when he graduated, he was going to go join the army. So he's going to go to mm-hmm. basic and uh, me, Christian, Josh and Storm, who was, who was leaving, all decided to go on a big camping trip, you know, as a, as a goodbye to, to Storm. I say it like he's. We're sending him off I to think die. I know who but you're like, about. Yeah, yeah. But it was just one of those. Like, yeah, we probably won't see you for a while. Yeah. Uh, have fun at basic. Don't get your ass beat too bad. Uh, <laughs> if I have, come back and we'll we'll have some fun. And uh, I don't know if you know where the sand cave is and the White Rocks. It's over in Ewing, go, going much. towards Kingsport. I don't know where exactly, but I know one of the most there. beautiful, probably my favorite hiking spot in like the close vicinity, but. You get up to the top of the mountain, and you can either go right, and it's just like this sheer cliff face. It's the White Rocks, and you can just go up there and stand and see like the entire. You can see into Kentucky, Tennessee, you know, parts of Virginia. It's just one yeah. of those kind of things. And if you go left at that little fork, it takes you back into the woods about a mile, and there's a big natural cave, okay. open face cave, and it's it's not like a cave like you would think. It's almost uh, it's the best way I can explain it is like it's a huge rock in the middle of the woods that have, it looks like it was hollowed out, but it's just full of sand. Sand, okay. it's just this big sand dune in this big cave. And uh, we'd, we'd usually go up there and hike about every weekend. And that, that weekend, we decided we were going up there and like stay in the cave. And that was going to mm-hmm. be our weekend camping trip. And so we were up in the cave and like pretty far up into the mountains. Uh, just the four of us, you know, at night in that cave. And like, I, I can vaguely remember us hearing some like strange noises and yeah. tree knocking and stuff like that. Mostly heard some coyotes, stuff yeah. like that. But I don't really ever remember ever in my life hearing anything in the woods that make me that would made me say like, oh man, I think that was a Bigfoot. Okay. I wish though. Yeah. I like, in all honesty, I wish, but I don't I think, think I ever have. I've never really had any experience. I, I I can think of. I really I can't really think of any times I've been hiking plenty. Um, I've been hunting plenty. So like you know in the you know early hours, late hours, I've been out. I don't. I think that there's maybe been one or two occurrences where I'm like, oh, I've heard something that was like, oh, that's a strange noise. I don't think it's Bigfoot, but that's a strange noise. Yeah. The closest thing I think I've ever come to a cryptid experience is my mom she i mean she loves to take pictures and she like she liked to for the longest time she would just go and like drive up into like haulers and stuff and just take pictures Mm -hmm. of the wilderness and black panthers are not supposed to be around here like i'm pretty sure that there's no actual documented case of any was this up in st charles i think so okay interesting i think uh maybe like towards kiyoki okay that kind of area um so she has said in the same, like she would go to this one spot. I can't even remember where it was. I was like much too young to be out at that point in time anyways. And she'd be like, yeah, there's a black Panther there. But like, I don't think nobody believed her. I think that it's actually been kind of a story around these parts for a long time. There are black Panthers. I was about to say in St. Charles, I always heard that Yeah, if you, if it sounded like a lady was screaming from the woods, don't, it's it's a panther or a mountain lion or something. Yeah. 
and she has a picture and if i could ever find it um it is of a black panther i swear i'd be interesting to see of the side of the road um and it's it's a black panther there's nothing else it could be it's too big to be a bobcat very very large cat i and I, i think like I know they're not supposed to be in this area, but I think there have been a few sightings of them, at least yeah. like mountain lions and stuff like that. Yeah. It's crazy. It'd be crazy to see one of those here, though. Yeah. It'd be scary. Like yeah. That's one of those animals, like, um, I, I always talk about how I would love to be, like, somewhere either, like, a little bit more north, because I love the snow, so I, lo- mm-hmm. I would love to go, like, hiking and stuff, but mountain lions are absolutely terrifying. I've seen tons of, like, TikToks and videos of people out on hikes or, like, mountain biking. Yeah. And they're just like shooing away these vicious <laughs> yeah. murder cats. And I'm like, you got a bike, dude. Get <laughs> yeah. on there and pedal. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. And like the worst part is like if they wanted to like kill them, they, they would never even know because they're so like, they're like one of the best predators. Yeah. And this kind of, it's kind of one of those things about like biological, like, I don't know, like feelings that you get. And I think that kind of plays a lot into like cryptid sightings and everything where you just like feel you're being watched or whatever. Yeah. But like if you've ever been outside, um, anyone who's from just kind of the country, I think will know this. If you've ever been outside, like the unfortunate time when coyotes start like howling and like communicating, coyotes are Chills. probably the most non-intimidating wild dog you've ever seen. Right. But them howling. It feels like something out of a movie. Yeah. It's absolutely terrifying since chills straight down your spine. And I think it's like something like. Coyotes yeah. are bad too because they almost do like a call and response thing. Yeah. Like they know you're screwing with you because like one of them will chirp up over here and then you'll hear three more on this ridge over here and you feel like you're getting surrounded. It's just yeah. it's an awful natural feeling. pack hunters. It's crazy. Um, So, I, and I think that's the root of a lot of that is you just get that feeling of like, oh, there's something here. And yeah. I, which yeah. is something that. It's always interesting, like about like just bodies and stuff, like how we can feel like someone looking at us or whatever. There's something that I don't think I don't think there's really an explanation for it. I've looked, I think, plenty, but it's just some kind of like evolutionary response. Yeah, it must be. It um, must be. Yeah. I uh I I knew we had previously discussed that we both were kind of lacking on our. Bigfoot and I guess cryptid in general. Yeah. Um, personal experiences. I do have, however, if we want to read through a couple of them, um, on the Virginia Bigfoot Research Organization website, okay. which I will say, uh, <laughs> as soon as I opened it up, it said this site is not secure. Okay. So Bigfoot might be uh, trying to check out who's looking him up here. But I, I specifically looked up Wise County. Um, I'll read off a few of these places, and uh, you can stop me whenever you want to hear one here. Uh, This one, I'll try to find a recent one, because some of these go back. Well, dang. I guess the most recent one will be 2011 in uh, Appalachia, Virginia. There was a sighting. I'll open it up here and and read from from the man himself. Okay, so the sighting date, this was in Wise County. Uh, the sighting date is unknown, but it was in spring of 2011. A- Appalachia, Virginia at Keoki Lake. Okay. So up near Keoki, like you had said. Uh, and this looks like 
I've not read this before. This looks like it was written by the person who had the okay <laughs> signing. Should I do this in like a voice from like someone from Appalachia? Give it, give it a scan, and then if it's uh, if it needs an accent, uh, give it an accent. Yeah, I'm gonna give it an accent. All right. I wish I could give a name to this person. I don't think it. I hate to to. <laughs> I'm not going to make fun of them, but I am going to do an accent. <clears throat> it says, My family was fishing at the lake's fishing dock, not to be mistaken with the boat launch. Okay. <laughs> Around 3 a.m., first of all, his family's fishing at the at the dock. Hopefully not at 3 a.m. Hopefully uh, they're camping and around 3 a.m. after they're all asleep. No, I guarantee you there is a child under five with them <laughs> fishing at 3 a.m. Guaranteed. Not to be mistaken with the boat launch. You ain't allowed to fish off the boat launch. Around 3 a.m., my wife and I heard five to six distinct wood knockings in a row. This really spooked us as we had our children out. I love the outdoors, and in all my years of being outdoors, I've never heard anything like this. I hunt fish, and dig ginseng. It literally made the hair on my neck stand up. I made the decision to pack up and leave. I told my wife that I would never go back to that place again, and haven't since, in all caps. Uh, okay. <laughs> the setting he has listed as dark, clear skies, very peaceful. We were the only ones out on the lake. No boats and all the other bank fishers left for the night. Yeah, Witnesses were him and his wife. Is. Not the kids, though. He didn't list his here. kids as a witness. That's interesting. very interesting. I, I but yeah, it. that's up by Kiyoki. That was in spring of 2011. Some wood knockings there. Yeah. See, my uh, my geography gets really tested like with Kiyoki because I always think of that like near St. Charles, but I, I realize exactly. that that is it, a huge area. Right. I, I Every time I think of Kiyoki, I, uh, I think about going to my Uncle Bob's and up there to like play with my cousins at the time. And I remember going through like up, like I'm going towards yeah. Okanita and stuff like that. Back in towards St. Charles, yeah. I guess from that way. It's Kiyoki just like to get it's a Sasquatch playground. Yeah, I mean there, that's one of those places where there's literally nothing. Like absolutely, I mean it's a named place, but there's absolutely nothing other than the lake. And the no lake cell service, even... which is something around here. Like there's a lot of places that have no cell service, but like, God, dude, you get lost up in Kiyoki. You're, you're lost. You're kind of screwed because yeah. there's no cell service for a while. Yeah, um, we. Went to Kyoki Lake. This was the first time I had ever driven there with um, uh, my girlfriend's parents, or well, her mom and her brothers. And we went to Kyoki Lake, and they're like, "Yeah, just meet us up there." And I was like, "I've never driven up there before." And like from my house, I don't like it. Yeah, from my house, driving to Kyoki Lake was fifty minutes. I think insane, insane. From your house in Saint Charles, yes, it's insane. I was blown away. Yeah, I uh. Couldn't tell you the last time I even been up to Kiyoki, to be honest. It's a nice place, but still, I think it's way too far. The more I think about it, it is kind of like a a smorgasbord of an area for a Bigfoot. Yeah. Because there literally is nothing up there. There, there are a few other uh, sightings and stuff on that uh, page if you, if you want to hear some more. There's some, a couple from Big Stone. There's one from Norton, which, to those of you who don't know, the area Norton is not even a 10 minute drive from here it's it's literally yeah. right down the road this one has the location set to in my friend's woods give it <laughs> let's let's hear it this is january for new year's day okay uh, 
The sighting date, it says, was 2000, 2003, and 2004. The location is in my friend's woods, three different sightings. Physical traits, large, approximately 12 foot tall, similar to creature in Mothman prophecies. Activity, exploring the woods when laughter was heard and a sighting was seen. (laughs) Hmm. Okay. That's all this one's given me. I, I could I could dox all the witnesses because they've got their first and last names on here, but I'm not going to do that. But he was, yeah, this Bigfoot specifically was exploring the woods when laughter was heard and a sighting was seen. A sighting was seen. That's interesting. I, I swear the sighting was saw. <laughs> I did done see it. 12 feet tall. See, this sounds like... Uh, out three different sightings in the, in the same friend's woods... In the span of four they, years, like partaking in a little bit of Appalachia's favorite pastime. Before I'm they, sure uh, they have to be. Man, this thing was about twelve feet tall. It's it was similar to the creature in the Mothman prophecies. Would you mind giving AKA me a joke, Mothman? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You care to blow in this for me, son? I, I have a feeling. Yeah, this other one from. I might have to read this one real quick. January first, nineteen seventy. Wow, okay. Near my house, it says. Near my house. So wherever you live. In Wise County, uh, sighting date is not for sure. Near my house, there were no physical traits to this Bigfoot. It says, me and a couple friends were four-wheeling, and out of nowhere, something pushed a tree about six inches in diameter down about 20 yards in front of us. We had no choice but to stop. After we had stopped, we heard growling noises, rocks being thrown, trees shaking. We jumped on our wheelers and rode home. I still remember that day clearly. I believe that one. That one, 1970? There's not, opiates weren't even a thing yet. I mean, that's bad. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what some good old boys in like the Wise County Mountain mountains on like four wheelers would be doing in 1970. And I'd... Don't think drugs or anything would be in play. I mean, that sounds like there's not a lot of, like, info, but... I mean, that's about as much info as you're going to get from someone around here. Yeah. Especially in the 1970s. A six-inch diameter tree. That's, I mean, that's not a huge tree. I could see something that's, you know, eight feet tall. Yeah, pushing it down. Bigfoot, yeah. Especially, you know, if if, if it's, like, They could have been riding into their, yeah, yeah, riding into their territory there or something i don't know and that's actually a pretty common kind of um theme i think with a lot of big stories of just like trees being pushed across trails i think i'm not 100 percent on that but i think that's a pretty popular thing you gotta think those those were the bigfoot's woods you know what i mean yeah if the bigfoot's real he wants a tree down he'll push it down yeah exactly but yeah, that that I think goes to show what the Virginia Bigfoot Research Organization website has as far as like accounts go. There there are a few if you ever want to go check those out. Not many in Wise County, and like I said, the the less old one was back in is April Fool's Day of twenty eleven. Okay. Ha ha, very funny. I do have also another uh and this is from Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization, a site that also tells me it's not secure, but I just found out was uh is ran by like the co-host of Finding Bigfoot. Really? Yeah. 
And all this website has is a list of every county in Virginia. And I specifically wanted to look towards the Southwest region to see how many uh, reports and sightings there were. And surprisingly, dude, Virginia is kind of dry when it comes to Bigfoot sightings. There's a map for you. Everything in yellow is right around one sighting or one report. And Lee County is the only yellow county in Southwest Virginia. Naturally. But you look up at Ohio, like I said, the Ohio <laughs> grass, man, there's like every county people are seeing 15 different Bigfoot, Big Feet, whatever. Bigfoot? Bigfoots? Big Feet? Sasquatches. Yeah, Sasquatches. See, that's, that's the Skunk thing. Skunk apes. Because if you, grassmen. Yeah, Ohio grassmen. The grassmen. But yeah, like Wise County has no... As far as this website goes, uh, no reports. Lee County has no reports, even though it's yellow on the map. I will say, however, and this is the one that I wanted to read, Dickinson County, okay, which is not far off from here at all, yeah, uh, has one sighting, and it was in June of 2021. Wow. And then in Surrey County, which I think is closer to the coast, it might be up closer to Norfolk over that way, uh, has had two, and the earliest one was last month, wow. December of 2021. And uh, I'd like to read that one, actually, if you don't care. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I don't know what this means, but it is a, it's a class A report. Okay, so it's it's good, I'm going to get it's a, it's a Oh, it's a daylight sighting of a Sasquatch by a hunter and his grandson outside of Surrey County. This was submitted on Sunday, the day after Christmas, December 26th, 2021. This one's actually, this is set up, honestly, kind of nice. It says, on December 20th, 2021, while my grandson and I were still hunting for white-tailed deer in eastern Virginia. Okay, so I was, I was right, but it's it's like the southeastern part, I guess. Yeah. Uh, at 4.40 p.m., we heard what sounded like two wood blocks being hit together. Within seconds, we saw an animal of some sort traveling upright, covered in smooth black fur, moving southwest to northeast very quickly. We could only see uh, from about the animal's upper thigh upward. The head was round with no visible neck, and we could see no facial features. We saw the an- animal only from its left side. Uh, from the moment it first appeared until it moved out of sight, it was only about three to five seconds. In that span of time, it covered approximately 60 yards through the thick brush. Wait just a minute. Yeah, hold on. 60 yards? In three to five seconds? Are we sure that he didn't see like uh, an NFL wide receiver or something? That is quick quick. from an animal. Three to five seconds, 60 yards. There was a stiff breeze from the east slash northeast. I'm reading a Game of Thrones book. There was a stiff breeze from the east... So I don't believe that the animal scented us or knew we were there. I have been a hunter, a trapper, camper, and woodsman for more than 50 of my 62 years. This animal was upright. It definitely was not a bear. I've seen many bears. I could not identify it at all. I've been in the woods every day since since with a video camera. I found what I believe to be stick structures and two dens, but I don't know what animal they belong to. I'm puzzled but committed to identifying this animal if I can. I and four friends are going out tomorrow night with some thermal imaging equipment and some super sensitive sound recorders. Also noticed 
I've never heard any animal make the sound of wood blocks being knocked together. Five minutes after the animal disappeared, there was a loud thud as if a large tree limb had fallen. Interesting. How much money does this man have? Yeah. Me and a couple of my buddies are taking some thermal imaging and uh, hypersensitive microphones yeah. out into the forest. Afterwards, we're going to uh, hop on my jet and head to Barbados <laughs> for a light brunch, and then we'll come back to see if our cameras caught anything. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still stuck over freaking three to five seconds, 60 yard dash. There's no to be booking it. Yeah, like it, it was. It was sprinting. Is like that's the only way. There was a follow-up investigation report by BFRO investigator Matthew Moneymaker. Matthew Moneymaker. And I read this earlier, and I cracked the I cracked up because okay. I'm like, of course, the guy running the Bigfoot research organization is named Matthew Moneymaker. And I scroll to the bottom of this page. Bro, Matthew Moneymaker was the co-host of Finding Bigfoot from 2010 to 2017. He produced the 2003 International Bigfoot Symposium. Okay. Uh, Co-producer of the TV series Mysterious Encounters. I don't think I've heard of that one. He wrote and co-produced the Discovery Channel documentary Sasquatch, Legend Meets Science. I'm sure I've saw ads for that one or seen ads. He founded the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization in 95. He's got a BA in uh, English Literature from UCLA. And he's got like a... He looks like the guy on Facebook that always comments under like, young women's photos and says like nice or yeah. very pretty and you're just yeah. like get, the, get out of here <laughs> get man out. you freaking creep but yeah that that's a and yeah it's it's over actually this is kind of weird because he he put google maps locations to where this guy said he saw it but he also like he doxes the guy pretty hard. He has like longitude and latitude oh coordinates God. where exactly where like imagine I mean you could go to this place. So well now I'm like imagining like that's that dude's private property. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Knowing every country person ever, like now there's about five die hard Bigfoot uh trying hunters. to get on that dude's land. Yeah. He's I hope uh Jeff Jeff Sr., I won't say his last name. I hope he hasn't had to yeah. shoot some people off his land. Or He's been putting up those signs that are like, trespassers will be shot, survivors will be shot again, or something like yeah. that. <laughs> survivors will be shot again. But the, yeah, this site has just a few. There's Here's a Class B one from Dickinson County. Uh, tree knocks two nights ago along the river outside of Clintwood. Okay. Clintwood's pretty close yeah, pretty by. Close. Get to Clintwood and real quick. Here are the coordinates. I can give you the coordinates. Okay. <laughs> it says around 11 p.m. on July 26, my wife and I were night fishing on the backwater of Crane's Nest River in Dickinson County, Virginia. My wife's head, my wife's head was hurting, so she decided to take a nap. We had heard something large walking in the woods, but wrote it off as a bear or deer, as both are plentiful in our area. She had been asleep for about an hour when I heard a large knock about 50 yards up in the tree line. 
Then about 15 to 20 seconds later, several hundred yards up the ridge, there was another knock. Both sounded as if someone had taken a 4 by 4 post and struck a tree with it. Then about 10 minutes later, there was a splash in the water about 20 feet away from our boat. The splash sounded like something weighing 20 or 30 pounds had struck the water, waking my wife. It's not unusual to hear large fish jumping at night, but this was different. After the splash, no more than a couple minutes had passed, and there were two more knocks. And they were closer than the first one. They pulled anchor and reeled in their lines, and as they were about to leave, they heard two more knocks. My wife said she heard the knocks up on the ridge, but I didn't hear those. Just the sound of a large animal walking up the river, the same way we were traveling, as if it was following us. When it came to a shallow cove where it would have had to swim, we stopped hearing the walking sounds. This is the second time we encountered this animal. We had an experience about a month and a half earlier. We heard a big animal walking around and had a big sp- and heard big splashes in the water as if it were throwing things at us on that night as well. The name that it has listed under other witnesses sounds familiar. I might know this person. Oh. It is 11.30 p.m. to 12 a.m.? So apparently all I'm hearing is Bigfoot is probably nocturnal. And likes to throw stuff in water? Yeah. Don't worry, though. Matthew Moneymaker done a follow-up investigation and said that he spoke with the witness. He's a 47-year-old carpenter and that he sounds very credible. (laughs) Okay. Good to hear, Matthew Moneymaker. Thanks, Moneymaker. This is the thing, and I think we'll talk about this next episode uh, with, like... It's the same thing with, like, aliens. There's, like, 50 different, um, like, acronyms, (laughs) research organizations that all sound... So not credible. Yeah. Both Bigfoot organization websites I use to research some of this, I got the notification right as soon as I logged on that they were not secure websites. <laughs> Might do harm to my iPad, but... Okay, so, I mean, does that is that just because the government doesn't want us to know? It's like it's signing, you know? Man, who's to say that Bigfoot isn't like the yeah. swing vote and like major <laughs> they're they're in like the war room and they yeah. have like the nuclear keys and they're like I, I just don't know what to do we this is gonna be nuclear holocaust for the entire world the room's divided who do we call in the door opens up and you see a silhouette of i'm the oldest man <laughs> of old harry bill walking in there can't can't speak so he's very much a bigfoot just grunting and knocking stuff down yeah. And that's that's why remember the Cuban missile crisis? We have Bigfoot to thank for not not getting ending the, the world. world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Bigfoot. But I thought those were some pretty neat uh eyewitness accounts from the from the area since I didn't have my own. I thought those were it was no, pretty cool that I, I I could I was able to find all those in like one little section there. I really wish for Wise County to not have any number of listings on this website. That really is unfortunate. Is Wise County just like a poser city? They're like, wait a minute. Yeah. This Bigfoot guy, we we make some money off of this. Put up a statue quick. Open <laughs> yeah. a restaurant. Sure, Bigfoot. We might we've not seen him, but seen like a Bigfoot. I don't see the wind, but like... <laughs> no, it's there. Yeah, it's there. <laughs> okay, so that's Bigfoot. And I guess I think we've established he's he's around here probably, maybe. I Here's my theory. Okay. What's your theory, Jared? My theory is 
I think he's real, man. Like I and I don't know if it's I don't know if that's me actually thinking that he's real or if that's me wanting to believe that Bigfoot's real cuz I do I do want him to be real. Real. I want them to be real and I just want him to be left alone. I I want us to I want I want us to see one like okay. I say we as like the world. I I want there to be a definitive answer as to oh my gosh. This is like the first hardcore evidence that that yeah. Sasquatches are real, because that would that would change the world for a lot of people. But then the, you've got your Bigfoot hunters that are like, I knew it. I knew I've it. been telling y'all for years. You know what I mean? But I, I, I think he's real. There, there was definitely time in like the 2010 to 2014 era that my family and I religiously watched Finding Bigfoot <laughs> okay. and stuff like that. Can't say it's because we believed in Bigfoot, other than it was funny to see like old hillbilly men oh, play oh. off the tropes of the area just to make the area look that more stupid but it was fun at the time a little sidebar um okay so that does um kind of remind me because there i feel like the 2005 to like 2015 prime era for uh cryptozoology shows which is by the way a great name for um a fake science if you're cryptozoology have... where was that choice when i could pick my major <laughs> in college exactly my so, thesis is on the the Louisiana swamp beast. <laughs> Twenty five pages. I'm gonna read off a couple of these just shows and just tell me, um, tell me which ones you have watched. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll tell you if they're hot or not. <laughs> okay. Uh, Monsters and Mysteries in America is apparently number one. Well, that's weird. I don't think I've heard of that one. Okay. <laughs> Monster Quest. Sounds dope. I dig it. That one... Um, I don't think I've... I actually have seen Monster Quest. What channel did that come on? I can't remember, but it was on all the time. Yeah. There was like... Was there like an eye of a monster? Yep. In, yep. I'm, <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay, and this one strikes real close to uh, to my heart. Um, Destination Truth. Josh Gates, bro. Josh Gates. He's got a that, couple shows. That show... And th you're right. That show was like on the the peak of cryptozoology television because yeah. Destination Truth was just so freaking fun to watch. Yeah. I love that show. Um, Terror in the Woods. I don't think I've ever heard of that one. Sounds cool. This one is not real, but a fun one. Uh, Lost Tapes. Lost Tapes was cool. It was fun. That that show was fun. Found footage films. I, I have a thing for them anyway. I do so too. Like, and anything like that is just fun TV to watch. Yeah. I think that's why Finding Bigfoot was fun too, because I don't I don't want to ruffle feathers and say that that show was all fake, but I mean, yeah. Ah, uh, come on, you've got you've got your your character that has you know a pot belly and he's wearing nothing but overalls and his American flag. I mean, bandana no or whatever. Truth, let's just say yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Like it definitely played up to yeah. It's like you know, it'd be funny. Let's. Let's get a bunch of hillbilly characters to go out here and try to find Bigfoot. And it's the same, yeah. every episode's the same episode, but it's so freaking funny to watch. Like, I mean, I think it's like the, because um, it, it came, it's like the end of that kind of era, right? I think so. So like, Finding Bigfoot ended in 2017, I think. It it's what? like the ultimate self-awareness, whereas like Destination Truth was like, we are scientists that are going to find these yeah, creatures. Yeah, they, and, and Destination Truth, like, they, they done a lot of things. They... It wasn't just finding Bigfoot every yeah. week. It it was 
Destination Truth was cool. Yeah, but then uh, I'd this like to is binge like, that again. well, let's go in, in their hills and we're going to find him. I tell you what, I was laying up there in that ditch right yonder <laughs> and uh, I was covering myself up with some leaves to try to camouflage from the squatch and I heard the knock and I had to jump right up there and make my way back to base camp. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, that's that's right, squirrel. You did have to get up, get up <laughs> yeah. out of that ditch and go back to base camp. You could have got killed. Can you imagine how much money they made from... I'm telling you, they they were up in yeah. this area at some point. I I, w- I should have looked that up, uh, and I, I want to say it was like up near these yeah. mountains. That's why the whole wood booger thing. Yeah, I think I think not just because I just looked at it again, but I think Lost Tapes is why I like found footage films. It was like the first time I ever like saw like anything like recorded in that style. Yeah, and I remember specifically the Jersey Devil episode. That's freaked me out for forever. Shows like that when you're young always do. Yeah, I can remember like shows like that, and then like Paranormal Witness or Haunting and stuff like that. I'm trying to think, Paranormal Witness is. I, I remember like, sorry, my mama would wake up and and cook us like a five star breakfast. All the grandbabies would have like right. the best breakfast, and then after that, you know, she would, you know, what child wouldn't be scared of this of a show with this art right here? Let me tell you something. The intro to these shows is scary, almost scarier than any big budget horror movie i've ever seen ghost adventures still puts me like on edge the um the the intro does yeah and then like here my mama is uh a frail old lady just cooked us all a big breakfast she goes in to go watch her stories and then (laughs) i I go in there to watch tv with her and it's non-stop uh a haunting just 15 episodes in a row of a haunting yeah and uh Hell, even as like a high schooler, 14, 15, 16 years old, some of that stuff, I'm just like, geez. still freaks me out. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, well, c- come on, my like my, there, I'm seven years older than my brother, so at that point, you know, Ethan was probably real young, but I'm sure if something scary happened, I, I'm probably, I'm probable that I, I use the excuse, oh, come on, Ethan, you don't need to watch this, this is too scary, let's go do something else, and it's really only because I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is freaking me out. Like, well, let's go play with Legos or something. The only way I can watch those shows now, because um, I tried to, for some reason I love Ghost Adventures and um, yeah, bro, and I just love Zach uh, Zach Bacon. So I hear that there are ghosts in here that are very uh, vile to you if you agitate them. Cut to, listen up, ghosts, <laughs> you freaking idiots! I want you to come over here and stab me in the gut with this knife. And then cut to. Aaron, I want to choke you out right now. I like I actually want to murder you. Like right now, come here and I will kill you. Like seriously. Something just came over me, man. It was just a dark pre- I don't know. There's one episode. I think it's the Goat Man episode. Um The Goat Man? I think I, I think it may be another, but they're we out have in to the add wilderness. That to the list. They're out in the wilderness and he like he he freaks out. And like nothing prompts it, and he falls, and he's like, "I just want to hurt everybody here right now. I want to kill all." I'm just like, "Calm down, man." You got his two buddies just sitting there. One of them's holding the boom mic. The other dude's holding the camera. And they're like, "Uh, you okay, bud?" <laughs> okay, so let me... choke slam my two best friends. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying That's to find insane. a particular show because I watched it religiously, but I'm gonna I'm gonna read a few more off. Freak Encounters, I think I've heard of that one. Freak Encounters, uh, Mountain Monsters, Mountain Monsters, good. That's that's on the same realm of 
Uh, I might be thinking of mountain monsters and finding Bigfoot because I think mountain monsters is the one where it's like, oh, yeah. right, Cletus, get up out of that ditch. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. And Bigfoot, finding Bigfoot was more uh, serious. If yeah, you call closer it that, to Josh Gates. <laughs> yeah, but mountain monsters, that's... <laughs> Alaska monsters. Um, I do remember, um, and, I, and this the same uh, show that I was looking for, but um, this same show that it's stuck with me like through my entire life that every time I have to look through, and I'll, I'll sit here and I'll look through maybe a hundred shows just until it. I find it. Um, but after this, we'll talk about some other cryptids and um, kind of zoom in on some things that will, or some that we will you know, look into. Right. So a paranormal witness, a haunting, the haunted. Screw all that. Paranormal Lockdown. I think I've heard of that one, but I don't think I ever watched it. About haunted prisons or something? Maybe. My Ghost Story caught on camera. I've seen that one. That one's always scary. You see, I think I think it's The Haunting. Those shows weren't necessarily investigations. Those were just like stories yeah, that, that with was, like recreations. Yeah, that was... Terrifying. Person A and B recounting their thing, and then they just had people come in and recreate it all. Well done there. for like a daytime yeah show like that though like i said it scared me so it's it's the art that gets me like um celebrity ghost stories if i was a child i would be scarred for life anytime you put like a photo negative <laughs> screaming face or like a creepy photo negative girl with like hair in her eyes or something like that yeah. like I, I always said uh this like the scariest i know we've got off track just a little bit but the like the scariest setting for anything in a horror movie is just a hallway you put something at the end of a yeah. hallway an empty hallway it doesn't matter what it is you're gonna yeah. be like oh sh i gotta get out of here yeah okay so this one i think this is the peak of um uh outlandishness meets uh scientificness meets reality tv paranormal state paranormal state is one of those i, I think i don't think i got to ride the wave of paranormal state i think that started coming on right when like i wasn't staying over at mamaw's as much because yeah. i only really watched those shows over at her house i i guarantee she probably watched it okay but so it, i've heard of it but i've never seen it paranormal state it, it's right in line with the area so i think she would have watched it um okay so let me set the kind of scene for you um I think his name's Ryan. Yeah, it says Ryan Buell, but I'm not sure if that's that actual dude. But um, it's kind of like, I would say it's kind of like Destination Truth, but it's more ghost than it is anything. Right. Um, but it's the Penn State Paranormal Research Society. And it's all kind of like, not necessarily like faith-based, but it's like heavily like faith-inspired. So they're, they're Christians. And I think there's a like an atheist or two in the group and they're like, they're like accepting. So it's kind of, it's kind of cool in that way. It's like they all get along. So yeah. I mean, it's good TV, I guess. But, um, and they go around and I remember, um, the episode that has always stuck with me and this will be our segue, the Mothman. Um, they investigated him and they went to this like old munitions factory and they're standing in this big bunker and they have this medium who's just sitting there and he's like, are you angry Mothman? And he's like, he's in here with us right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that stuff is just so I don't know man if uh, it's a fun show he's in here with us right now yeah he's like he's in here with us right now are you angry did you kill those people at uh, Point Pleasant Bridge 
Mm. <laughs> I can feel the energy. He's gone now. Sorry. <laughs> he, he didn't. Like, he didn't like the question. <laughs> that is a good segue. I had a my buddy Matt uh, wanted to just talk about Mothman. I'd like for us to do like an episode oh, strictly yeah. on Mothman, but like just to like we talked a lot about Bigfoot more than I thought we would. But uh, just to wrap up, talk about a few more cryptids yeah, here. Like we'll kind of set up um, some more episodes. So Mothman is interesting to yeah. me. Obviously, you got Bigfoot. And then I think we'll stop and talk about Mothman, but here's just a few other cryptids from the yeah, area. Yeah. So we'll just alphabetical These order. are from the area. Yeah, well, okay. from Appalachia in general, okay. maybe. I like that. Maybe a little bit north, maybe a little bit south. Um, and then there's actually another, not necessarily even a cryptid. It's kind of a, well, I guess it would be a cryptid. Um, it's from like upstate New York. I think that's technically still Appalachia. I, Appalachia Mountains run Yeah. Pretty- I don't know if it kind of goes up the East Coast a little bit, so it might might not be, but there's like, um, I heard it from Scared to Death today, and I'll have to look into like, to find my own stories. Okay, interesting. But it's um, a giant floating head from, uh, it's just like a, an old Iroquois legend. Giant floating head? That like eats people. It's crazy. Jesus. But, um, okay, so alien big cats. Okay. Just stop me if you, if you, uh. <laughs> I won't stop you on the first one. Okay. I feel like I could, but I I'll let alien big cats pass by. We'll talk about that here in a second. Appalachian chupacabra. Okay. A beast of bears. Beaver run snow gator. <laughs> okay. The beaver run snow gator. This one might actually be really close. Cumberland dragon. You mean tell me to go to Cumberland? Cumberland <laughs> National Forest and see a freaking dragon. Let's see. Um, I don't know. I've never find. heard of any of these. Uh, following. Also known as Goosefoot. Goosefoot. Near the Cumberland Mountains. That's all I've got. Um, Goosefoot. The only account, um, the first and last sighting was in 1794. So... Man, Goosefoot uh, be elusive these days. <laughs> yeah. Devil monkeys. It's probably just Bigfoot, right? I don't think so. Um, This isn't even the Appalachian Mountains. Are you serious right now? Devil monkeys. That's like West Coast. Don't even... Flatwoods Monster. Flatwoods Monster. I think that's West Virginia. Well, I saw a lot of West Virginia stuff, and I mean, Mothman's West Virginia too, right? Mm-hmm. So I we're close enough to uh, that. Is a let's see if I can get like a yeah. Let me see appearance. Initially reported it being ten feet tall, four feet wide. Appeared to be some sort of robotic suit or spacecraft <laughs> rather than an organic beating. It had a cowl in the shape of an ace of spades behind a red round head. Set in the head were two eyes described as portholes. Glowing green, orange, and the size of half dollars. This is all from uh, cryptids.fandom.com, by the way. Very reputable. Um, this is the account from 17... Um, I don't know what that account is from. The f- Oh. I was about to say, how would they even know what like a spacesuit is in 1798 or whatever it was? It looks like... Uh, yeah. I mean, here, I'll just show you that. <laughs> It's just Invader Zim. Yeah, that's that's what I was looking for. 
Um, there's the goat man, which is very interesting. I uh, I want to do an episode about the goat man. I've never heard of it until tonight, and it sounds something absolutely terrifying. You've never heard of the goat man? Never heard of the goat man. You've got to watch um, the. Have you seen the BuzzFeed Unsolved stuff? I've heard that they're good, but I don't think I've ever seen them. They're fun. You got to watch the episode of the goat man because he's like he's taunting him on it. It's hilarious. Well, I'll pull up the clip after the after the show's man. over. Jeez. Okay. That's the grass man. Um, just Bigfoot. The man with many names. Hellhounds? I think I've... I've heard tell of some hellhounds. Yeah. Uh, the Hopkinsville Goblins. Sounds like a middle school team. Sounds like a, a dope-ass band. Yeah. The Hopkinsville <laughs> Goblins. Orange Eyes. That's kind of terrifying. Orange Eyes. If, if that's Maybe all it... you can call something... Oh, it's a Sasquatch. Never mind. <laughs> Orange eyes, back at it again. He's like, he's like, God, how many names? <laughs> That's why he doesn't show up. He's like, somebody calls like a press. Bigfoot conference has for... like multiple personality disorder, and yeah. we gave it to him. Yeah, we did it. Uh, Mothman, of course. So Mothman is, I think, the most popular. And I'll, I'll specific be, to Appalachia, at least. I'll be super honest with you too. I know about Mothman. Oh, there's so much interesting stuff. I don't know a lot about Mothman. I don't think I've seen the Mothman prophecies. That's a movie, right? So. Or was it a documentary? See, I don't even know that. It's a documentary. We we need to watch that together. That's um We should. I I've never seen it and I uh I know there's like that statue up in West Virginia of the Mothman that I've yeah. seen people go up and so get their Instagram pictures with. The basic story is like basically in in West Virginia there's this town called Point Pleasant. I mean it's pretty much like around here. It's right. like like uh, we'll compare it to St. Charles cuz I think that's actually a really good comparison. Um coal mining town. I'm fairly certain. So in like the early 17, 1800s, I can't really remember. Um, there was um, an Indian chief that was killed, and he apparently put a curse on Point Pleasant. And the town was, like, booming for so long. And then in whatever year, I can't remember, the bridge that connected it and another town, I can't remember exactly where, just collapsed out of nowhere. And killed the a bunch of people. did it, right? Well, maybe there's some speculation. So, um, along with that bridge collapse, there were a couple of like sightings just before that of like this moth, you know, shaped creature like flying alongside cars in the middle of the night, like a bunch of teenagers who are just out, you know, in the country, you know, doing what teenagers do. Um, Has there ever been footage of it or pictures of the moth? Man? Yes, there's. Let me. I'll go ahead and just pull this up because I know we're on like, a little sidebar. We're about to wrap up. So, yeah, I. Um, because not knowing as much about the Mothman as I do, I would love to watch this movie and maybe do an episode of just the Mothman. Because it's really interesting to me. But I, like I said, I don't really know a whole lot about the guy. Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to find a, uh, a decent picture. And is that why they call it the Mothman Prophecies? Because this chief yeah. put a so, curse on the land? There's, a, I mean, there's obviously a bunch of different theories and whatnot but um the the one that i kind of like if you're gonna believe in the mothman you've got to believe that there's something like supernatural going on right and um it's like an omen of he's like an omen of bad things kind of you see the mothman bad he, things will like, happen you know something bad is about to happen um and that's just scary too because imagine just driving in these back roads 
backroads of like West Virginia. And this you is just the see best the one I can find. This, yeah, it's called the Silver Bridge. I've seen this one before, and honestly, it's weird. Not gonna lie, like it it, it doesn't appear to be. I mean, it could be part of the bridge, I guess. It's hard to say, but... Yeah. I mean, at least there's some sort of... But no, the Mothman is just... He's he, he's an interesting kind of... We should definitely do a Mothman episode. I'd be down for that. So... Uh, he's another Bigfoot, man. Pennsylvania white Bigfoot. This time he's white. The Yeti is... He's in Pennsylvania. He's in Pennsylvania, yeah. That's... I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce this. Is the Q there? Quetzalcoatlus. I know like a Quetzalcoatl yeah. is like a... Um, Sounds like a Pokemon to me, man. It's... Please don't let me butcher this. Come on. He's... The Quetzalcoatl is like a firebird, I want to say, or some oh, sort okay. of like bird or maybe like a... A lizard or like a basilisk almost, and I, I it was either in like Aztec or Incan folklore. I think it's it's definitely like a yeah down in Mexico the Quetzalcoatl is yeah. yeah. Um, the sheep squatch, jeez, Snallygaster. <laughs> <laughs> Better watch out, there will be a Snallygaster going get you. The Tennessee wild man. That's Uncle Ted. <laughs> yeah. That's probably just Bigfoot, right? I was probably. about to say, how many people already have the nickname the Tennessee Wildman? <laughs> yeah. A veggie man? Veggie man. Oh, this is a wonderful drawing. West Virginia has... Oh, my gosh. Veggie man looks like Groot, for those of y'all who don't see the photo. It's Groot. <laughs> just Groot, okay. Oh, now we're in the W's, and... <clears throat> Wampus cat? I've heard of a wampus cat. Okay. I've heard of a wampus cat. I always thought it was a uh, just another word for a skunk. Okay. But I that... think a, a wampus cat is like a, maybe a chupacabra-esque. Oh, okay. Like big cat. Wanderlight? That sounds interesting. I'm, I'm always interested in like uh, weird lights in the yeah. woods. Like a will-o'-the-wisp or something. Yeah, kind of. And then, um, you know, this again, this is uh, cryptids.fandom.com. West Virginia. It's apparently a cryptid, and uh, I would believe it. Of all the states, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's the most cryptid-like, I'm sure. Okay, here's the West Virginian Yahoo. West Virginian Yahoo. Got to be Bigfoot, right? Yeah, that's just Bigfoot. Okay. Uh, whirling Wimpus. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Harry Potter spell. I think it's also just Bigfoot. Pro oh, wait. Whirling Wimpus. Yeah, the Whirling Wimpus. <laughs> Is a Bigfoot. Oh, I'm so excited to hear about the Wimpus. <laughs> the Wimpus. Okay. The Whirling Wimpus is said to be a bloodthirsty seven-foot-tall <laughs> gorilla. A seven-foot-tall gorilla animal that easily fools any animal or person possible. When it senses prey coming down a pathway, it hides usually at the bend of the trail. Then as the victim comes near, the Whirling Wimpus begins to spin around on one foot or hoof quickly, which renders it practically invisible. <laughs> As it does this, the wind emits a low droning sound that seems to be coming from the trees above. As the prey look up, trying to locate the sound, the wimpus attacks and kills the poor creature mercilessly, making it into molasses or maple syrup. (laughs) 
I'm sitting here picturing like young Ron Weasley in <laughs> charms class being like, Whirling Wimpus, why can I get it to work? And you start out with the Whirling Wimpus is a bloodthirsty, uh, treacherous killer. I mean, who is invisible, like literally invisible, spins so fast on. I like how it says one foot or hoof. We don't know yet. It's too fast. We've not been able to tell. Well, that's like the best thing about um, a cryptid. I mean, if you're going to make up a cryptid, it might as well be invisible. I mean, there's no way. We should add like a few more to this fandom (laughs) website and just like. How can you prove it doesn't exist? It's invisible. (laughs) This cryptid is called a waxing gibbous. You might think that's just a moon phase, but no. This creature hunts for blood sport. And it pretends to be the moon. (laughs) White things. Devil dogs. Oh, gosh. And then the wood booger. The best for last. I know I... I gave the name Woodbooger some crap earlier, but after hearing some of these, I think well, Woodbooger's like, pretty good. You now. don't like the Whirling Wimpus? Oh, Whirling that's a t- That's terrifying, honestly. We should try to capture this thing. Yeah. Uh, can we? It's invisible. I don't know. And, it, and apparently, if we hear it, we're dead anyway. So like... Well, now we know that when we hear the low humming sound, not to look up into the trees. <laughs> yeah, that's when we straight yeah, Back There's to back weakness. with our nunchucks or whatever weapons. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why nunchucks is the first one I have in mind. but Like, uh, that's, that's one of the things that you have to just separate with this stuff because it's like, yeah... this definitely exists like i said it's invisible and if you hear it you're gonna die so like i mean i i survived somehow but like everyone else they die right don't even try to go look for it just trust me it exists and that's the fun thing about cryptozoology i guess is you have you have your handful that like aren't super super believable but they're definitely more believable than Oh, the, this... the winning wampus or whatever it's called. Here's another. Here's one from West Virginia that might actually terrify you. I just kind of stumbled upon it. Oh god! It's Indrid Cold, commonly known as the Smiling Man. I'm just gonna show you. I I just got chills already. <laughs> I've not <laughs> even seen this photo. It looks like oh my god, the Smiling Man. Still visit West Virginia to this day. If all right, Will and any listeners right now who want to be scared. There's a, I wish I could think of, actually, I'm going to go ahead and look it up because I don't want to give credit, or I don't want to give credit. Oh, oh, I know this one. This is, we're going to talk about, okay, so the Mothman and Point Pleasant in West Virginia in general also has a bunch of um, uh, men in black um, lore around it. Do you know much about the men in black other than just like, do you know like a lot? I I know a few things here and there, and maybe not a whole lot. But the like, men in black to me are like absolutely just crazy. Isn't crazy. It? Have you seen footage of them? Like, there's like footage of this stories of people disappearing or whatever, and then like CCTV footage shows like people in black suits and sunglasses going to where this person was like last seen, them yeah. walking away with this person not with them, and like that person's still never seen. Like the, yeah. the men in black are kind of creepy. Well, the like um. So, like, my favorite thing about the Men in Black is, like, they never actually, like, know how to be human. So, like, in, um, we will, we will talk about this, so, because we're running out of time here, but, um, and I'll let, let you show that, but, like, this one in specific, right after the Mothman sightings, people are like, 
calling in, recording stuff, and the, the bridge collapses and everything. And then there's this funeral. I think it's like a, you know, a group kind of remembrance ceremony kind of thing. And they, there's this picnic, and these the men in black are here, and they can't figure out how to operate the tape recorder. And they're just like, they keep asking people like the same questions. It's, it's insane. Um, Let's it's, talk about the men in black. The men in black, and we'll, we'll touch on it on the Mothman episode, but like they are just, they're creepy, but also at the same time, like. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay, so. Yeah, real quick, the smiling want... man. I don't know if this uh, this video on YouTube. If it's the top video, I don't it's like not. That. It's not the top video, and oh, I, it, God. The, the thumbnail, this creepy ass looking zombie ghost is staring at me in this thumbnail, and it's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> But the video has 13 million views. It was posted eight years ago. It's called 2 a.m. The Smiling Man short film uh, by Michael Evans. Any listener who wants to get kind of creeped out, it's that second one there. I didn't mean to play it if I did, but um, I had a friend of mine show me that video. Uh, it's it's really well done. It's it's a short film, a little horror short, but uh, just based off of that picture of The Smiling Man, there's something in that video that I think would at least be relevant to the to the topic but yeah, yeah 2 a.m the smiling man anyone who wants to give that a watch on youtube it's really good by michael evans uh, i'm trying to just see if there's like a quick story i'm sure it's just a creepy smiling man and yeah. if you see him buy a new pair of pants i guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah but we'll, we'll have to talk about that um, yeah there's and... a lot more a lot of more cryptids in the area that i that I wasn't aware of. So yeah. we'll, we, we'll have to pick out a few and do an episode on yeah. them or something. And there's probably even more than we've even... Exactly. ...from this fandom page. So I wasn't, like I, said, I wasn't expecting to solely talk about Bigfoot as much, but I, I think we had a pretty good conversation about Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, I never even told my theory about Bigfoot. Um, yeah. What, what, what's your theory? So we'll wrap it up with what's my theory. Like, um, I want to believe Bigfoot exists. I really do. And Me that's too. the thing is like, if you ask me, I think... That's going to be the thing. I'm going to have to really hold myself back on a lot of these because mm -hmm. I really, really want something to be true. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. Bigfoot is one of those things to where I can't say that he's not real because that just destroys my childhood in a way. There's still like my inner child that wants to believe that there is definitely Bigfoot out there. And I definitely I, think it's believable. I think that there's enough, like, if once you sift through kind of like the garbage research and everything. I think that there's enough credible ish stuff to be like, you can't, de you can definitely not say that like, like, there's definitely something there. Right. Right. Um, so I'm going to say, yeah, I, I believe in Bigfoot. I think he's there. I think that might be my theory too. Like I said, I want to believe, so screw it. I think I'm going to believe. Yeah. And that's going to be, eventually we're going to not believe something and that's going to be okay. But for now, I'm, I'm ready to We're open to, to everything. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to get to that first episode where I'm not believing in something. Yeah. Just cuz I feel like that'll be fun conversations. And then I think I think especially once we can like establish some more like get some like first-hand stories on some of these once we like do deep dives, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we'll find some, but for right now, yeah, Bigfoot. Maybe Bigfoot's out him. there. Don't call him nasty names. Yeah, he's, just, he's just trying just to get call by. Call him Mr. Quatch and Mr. Quatch. Mr. and Mrs. Quatch. Quatch kids. Yeah. I'm sure there's a bunch of them out there if yeah. they if they are. But yeah, thanks. Thanks again for joining us on another episode. This was kind of a longer one, but I think we 
gotten to a pretty good flow in this one. I think it'll be a fun listen. Yeah. Um, and I, I know you, we've got the YouTube set up now, right? Yeah. So, um, it's Lone Mountain Productions. Um, we've got the first, uh, first episode up. If you want to watch it, you can see our reactions. Uh, you know, the, the setting's going to change a little bit as we get used to the space and used to how we want to operate, but, um, Thanks for going pretty well so far. Yeah. Um, as find, right so now. yeah, find that YouTube and um, go into the comments there and leave us some comments and likes and and subscribe and all that stuff. Ring that gosh dang bell. Ring what are they? What are they saying these days? I don't know. I think they're just saying uh, do all the things. Yeah, buy like buy my Raycon. Uh, yeah. I got this sponsorship. Please <laughs> buy this because this you know this is the only way we team want trees to make money and anymore. team C's. Yeah. But, but yeah, go go leave us some comments if you have on that first video, especially if you have any cool paranormal or yeah anything like that. Leave your stories, or if you have any Bigfoot or cryptid uh, occurrences that have happened in your life, leave a comment. Leave on a comment one. on those. And then if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, make sure to leave those ratings. They're they're always a big help. Um, Absolutely. Write an honest review too. I'm I'm always open to hear you know criticism. Um, and just ways we can get yeah, better. But, make things better. Uh, yeah. yeah, man, Bigfoot. We'll have to we'll have to get him as a guest on the show one day. We will. Maybe we, when we get our first sponsor. We're the only one calling him Mister Quatch. So yeah, I, I think. Know. I'm always getting that Sasquatch bar soap ad yeah. on my TikTok. Seeing the Sasquatch everywhere I go. <laughs> Hopefully not in the woods or on my way home tonight, though. <laughs> Hopefully not. All right, well, thank you all for stopping by. All right, thank Until you. next time. Yeah.